here we go, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 19th day of January 2021. Jeez, man. It's a Tuesday, Big J. Uh, we're already well into the week, whether you like it or not. Hopefully you had an enjoyable longer weekend than most, as yesterday was a national holiday. What would you do? What did you do with the extra time? Uh, literally, all they did yesterday was play uh, Madden Ultimate Team. The entire day? Well, I'm trying to catch up. I mean, I haven't played this at all, and so I'm trying to catch up on all these damn challenges. Uh, you realize you pay your own pace, right? I mean, there's no catching up to do. It all it never goes away. It's all there. Yeah, but I, there's stuff that's been there forever. I uh-huh. mean, so I want to want to get up to speed. What's your team rank at? 28? No, that can't be right. I yeah. mean, like your overall rating. Uh oh, uh 88. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So you should be winning all these challenges pretty easily, yes? No. <laughs> What's going on here? Some of them, uh, not so much. Depends on what your where your, where your best players are. Uh, do you have the biggest problem on defense or offense? Uh, it's it's probably on offense. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, Made some pretty weird throws. Hopefully, it was a uh, good 16 hours of video game play. Yeah. Well, okay, it was not 16 hours, but. I mean, it's a good that's... portion. Maybe 15. <laughs> a lot of videos, my friend. 35 hours. Uh, sounds fairly productive, or the opposite of that. Either way, hopefully you had a good one as well today on the show. Uh, we'll get Big J some more screen time with a little thing called uh, Screaming Dumbass. He will have to watch and review a movie for you. We will do that this morning. We'll also give you a chance to win some money and some food from us over the course of the show today, which is always very, very nice. You're going to want to hang on for that. And, of course, we also have a chance for you to enjoy a little bit of interaction with some Send Nudes before we hit 7 o'clock. So, that's all on the table for today. Plus, we play music on this show. Music like Alice in Chains. We'll kick things off with some wood here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. 2020 was a rough year for a lot of us. It was also a rough year for the Wasmuth Center here in the city of... Boise. The Human Rights Center at downtown Boise had a rough 2020 because on multiple different times, Big J, it was defaced, which is never good. Uh, A bunch of people put swastikas on there before. It was a story here in the Treasure Valley every time it happened. Uh, Of course, that led to the power of good here in the Treasure Valley. After the vandalism, they held a virtual vigil aimed at showing that Idaho is a place of kindness and compassion. That raised over $65,000 in donations that were made for the center to help clean it up. And then, yesterday, they announced that they are going to build a -a one-of-a-kind human rights education center, which is pretty awesome. $3 million project is slated to break ground this coming fall. Half of the money has already been raised through a silent campaign. And the center is hoping generous Idahoans will help contribute the remaining $1.5 million. The new education center will be located right next to the Idaho and Frank Human Rights Memorial. That is on 8th Street in downtown Boise. If you haven't been, you should check it out. It is a very cool place. And it's only going to get cooler. So hopefully, Big J, uh, this turns into a positive thing. Hoping they use some of that $3 million on some cameras in that place. Um, I think they have some. Well, Not enough. (laughs) If uh, We can't catch the people that are doing it. uh, And it's been vandalized several times. Not enough. Because that needs to be left alone, obviously. And more importantly, the people that uh, decide to deface that with stupid things need to be caught. So, 
that's a cool thing that's going to be happening later on this year. Hopefully that will lead to a 2021 that is good for the Wasmus Center. And again, if you haven't checked it out, you should. It is a cool part of downtown Boise for sure. Well, Big J, when we tuned into the AFC side of the division championships, our playoffs, I don't think we thought we would see Chad Henney and Huntley coming in to play quarterback in meaningful snaps for the Ravens and the Chiefs, but that's exactly what happened. Either way, Chiefs move on to take on the Buffalo Bills, host the Buffalo Bills this Sunday. In the AFC Championship, the Packers will be hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship. The question everybody's asking is, will Patrick Mahomes be able to play? And the answer is, I don't know. And it depends on who you trust. Uh, If you listen to the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is in the NFL's concussion protocol. But if you listen to some reports coming out of Kansas City, he messed up his neck more than he did his head Yeah, in that particular matchup. You can watch that all you want. Uh, He was concussed. Yeah, no, I, I'm not denying the fact that he was. Concussed. Oh, you're saying both? Yes, both. I'm saying that he probably. It was up a weird. Well. It was a weird play. It was a weird tackle. Yep. And I'm, I'm surprised he didn't get flagged for face mask. I mean, he, he kind of when he I forget who tackled him, but he kind of had his his neck and it kind of whipped around. It was it was a weird thing. Yeah, man. it looked like it was under his helmet. I don't think they call face mask for that, but it definitely was a weird tackle. And he was a runner outside the pocket, so they don't give a bleep about you once you're doing that. But it was scary seeing him try to, you know, stand up and wobble. And yeah, no, he was definitely yeah. uh, out of it. And uh, so if not, it'll be Chad Henney taking on the Buffalo Bills. Anything which, is possible. I get it. Uh, and then you've got Tom Brady, who is heading into Lambeau for his uh, very first NFC Championship game against the Packers, who are making their second straight appearance. And then the winners of these games on Sunday go to the Super Bowl, Big J. Hopefully that makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt is out as Tennessee head coach. Uh, Their football program fired him and nine others yesterday. After internal investigations found what the university called serious violations of NCAA rules. Tennessee conducted the probe after getting a tip last November about alleged recruiting violations. The other fire were two assistants and seven members of recruiting and support staff. Obviously, this is a booster turning against his own team uh, because he hasn't been happy with uh, the Tennessee head coach in the protocol of things because listen let's be honest uh if this is what tennessee looks like when they're cheating it ain't pretty uh, you gotta cheat harder i think uh, because the tennessee program has not been relevant uh since you were in short pants big j with uh, Peyton manning chucking the ball around right so uh they've got some issues to be perfectly honest uh we all have issues but s- tell explain to me what's going on with army hammer big j because uh, he's had another rough no, weekend. No idea. Uh, Separate. Uh, yeah. Separate, completely different problems. Yeah, uh, we've already got the whole Army Hammer is a cannibal situation going on. Uh, and several different reports now coming out of women who have dated him that he's said weird things and done weird things uh, and, and tried to drink their blood and all sorts of weird bleep. Uh, and then you have a story that came out this weekend where his private Instagram got hacked. And he posted a video of some lady dancing in women's lingerie, and then he just dubbed Miss Cayman. And then he issued a statement apologizing to the Cayman Beauty Pageant Board because it wasn't actually Miss Cayman. Uh, and people thought it was, I guess, and were insulted by it. Or Miss Cayman, I guess, didn't want to be uh, revolved around this whole controversy. Uh, apparently, it's just some lady he met in Cayman made her dress in lingerie and dance for him and then posted the video or he says he was hacked 
and that video was posted on his Instagram. Uh, I'm not sure why, but either way, he says his deepest sympathies to Miss Cayman. It was a weird apology, and it was a weird situation. It's like, listen, this isn't cannibalism. Obviously, I've been hacked. Right. If it were me, it'd be videos of me drinking blood, you see, and eating human flesh. You understand. So, uh, he's in a tailspin, Big J, and I can't figure out any of Bath salts? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, well, first of all, he didn't start this. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't his, you know, whole weird stuff. It's people finally going, hey, he's texting me weird things, and it's making me uncomfortable. It just sounds like he's a straight-up creep, and has been doing creepy things for a while, and yeah, has gotten away bad. with it because he's a celebrity. And uh, and now people are starting to say this is, this is you're just a creep. That's just the way that it works. I was a big fan, but I mean, you know, well, just don't have sex with the picture. Morning after with Nick and Big J. It's okay, there's your important stuff. I'm holding you to it. Streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J every single Tuesday. We are digging through Netflix to try to find three movies that Big J hasn't encountered in his personal or professional life. Based on just the description of these movies. Now, no stars are mentioned, no studios, no director stuff. Just based on that, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period to let you know if it's worth your time or not. There is a common theme usually running throughout all three movies, and today there's two of them, Big J. The first of which, all of them are in the thriller category, okay? A la Michael Jackson, you understand? Okay. The other one is every single one of these movies has at least one connection to The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Oh, great. There is at least one former guest of The Morning After involved in every single freaking one of these movies, all right? Movie number one. All right. A family vacation takes a terrifying turn when a couple discover their young daughter has vanished without a trace. Stopping in nothing to find her, their desperate search for the truth leads to a shocking revelation. Okay. Movie number two. In Berlin, a bartender's search for his missing girlfriend takes him deeper and deeper into the city's criminal underbelly. Not short. Movie number three. Point. It gets even shorter. A vacationing couple must unravel the mystery behind a strange video that shows one of them killing the other. Oh, God. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Um, let's go with movie number one. Movie number one. What made that one stick out? I don't know. The longest description. Do you even remember what the description was? Yeah, it was about a man and a woman. Uh-huh. They lost that's their kid. That's all. They lost their damn kid. That's right. Uh, okay. You passed on movie number two. That was called Mute. It stars Alexander Sarsgaard and Paul Rudd, directed by former guest of The Morning After and written by Duncan Jones, Big J. Uh, you passed on movie number three called The Death of Me. That stars Luke Hemsworth and former guest of The Morning After, Maggie Q. You will be watching a movie called The Vanish, which features two all-timers here on The Morning After. Our old Comic-Con friend, Thomas Jane, is the star. Oh, no. And former guest of The Morning After, Anne Heche, backs him up in a supporting role. So, okay. it is a brand new movie on Netflix. It is called The Vanish. The Vanish. Vanished. It. Past tense. The Vanished. Thomas Jane and Hayes star in it. That is what Big J will be watching tonight. You can check it out on Netflix and see if your review 
contrasts or compares with his tomorrow right around this time. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Over the last couple of weeks, uh, one of the things that have been mentioned a lot is something called the no-fly list. Big J, you're uh, familiar with this, right? Yeah. It is a collection of people that airlines basically say, yeah, no thanks, but no thanks. Don't want your business, don't want you on the airlines. And believe it or not, Big J, there are over 3,000 Americans on the no-fly list here in the United States. Thousands, of course, uh, made it on uh, because of what happened over the weekend and all sorts of stuff. But uh, it, it's pretty interesting to kind of see how this all this stuff way, like shakes out. Like, for instance, did you know that not every U.S. carrier has a no-fly list? No, I did not know that. Did you know that the numbers of people on no-fly lists comically vary between one carrier and the next? Nope. Yep, it's true. Uh, and so it's pretty interesting to see when all this stuff is kind of shaken down. For instance, Alaska currently has 303 people on their no-fly list. Delta has over 880. Frontier has over 500. Spirit has 432. United has 615. Uh, Now, of course, uh, uh, other airlines that don't even keep these kind of things, Southwest, Hawaiian, American, uh, both Alaskan and United Airlines have also confirmed that at least a tenth of the people on their now-banned passenger list have been added since the week of January 4th. So there's that. But it's a very real situation where you could be banned from flying on, like, say, Delta, but you can very much catch a flight on Alaska to wherever you want to go. Uh, Or go on one of the other places that don't keep these lists. And so the real uh, interesting thing here is even though you're on a no-fly list, you probably could get wherever you want to go no matter what you want to do if you're willing to try hard enough, which is equal parts frightening and also really, really, really silly. Like, and I know that there's going to be some numbers varying from one part to the other because, you know, if you throw a fit on a Delta flight, you're going to be banned from Delta probably, right. and not these other ones. But what I'm saying is the fact that some people don't keep them at all and the fact that, the you know, they vary by the hundreds, it seems. I think crazy. that's probably different than if the government puts you on a no-fly list. It is. It very much so. is. But uh, it is interesting to say, nonetheless, that you could really, you know, do whatever you want if you try hard enough, is what it comes down to. Well, Big J, the uh, NFC and AFC championship games are set. Early game will be Buccaneers at the Packers after the Buccaneers handled the Saints pretty easily thanks to the turnover machine that the Saints turned into. And quite frankly, the Packers handled things uh, pretty easily as well on uh, Saturday. Could pretty much do whatever they wanted against that vaulted Rams defense. So... Uh, that is the setup for Rodgers v. Uh, Brady. It's the first time Rodgers has hosted the NFC Championship in his career. It's the uh, four, third time that he's going to the NFC Championship. So it uh, should be interesting. Of course, this is Tom Brady's first NFC Championship. He's got plenty of AFC Championships under his belt. This is his 14th. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty good at football. And then on the AFC side of things, you've got the Buffalo Bills, who uh, used some pretty nice high wins and the fact that Lamar Jackson got hurt to uh, pretty much best the Ravens. It didn't even feel like the Ravens were really much in that game, to be honest. And the Bills pulled it off, and they will be taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, who had uh, jumped out to a pretty easy lead with Patrick Mahomes at the helm, and then things came falling apart when he got injured early in the second half, and Chad Henney had to pretty much hang on for dear life to uh, knock off the Cleveland Browns. 
and advance to the AFC Championship. We'll see if Patrick Mahomes can play against the Bills on Sunday. He's still currently in what the NFL is calling concussion protocol. He may also have a neck injury as well. So we'll see what ends up happening. Either way, uh, it's going to be Chiefs, Bills, and the Packers and Buccaneers. Big J, do you still like the Bills to knock off the Chiefs? Well, I, I, I got $10 riding on it. Yeah, but $10 is not going to make or break. Yes! Uh, I, of any of the teams in the AFC, I, I always thought the Bills probably here in the last month or so had the best chance. So we'll see. Uh, we, yeah, clearly, that'll determine if, if Holmes plays. Mahomes plays. Yes, very much. If true. he doesn't, yeah, I think the Bills will probably win that. Yeah, game. If, I, I think as well. If Patrick Holmes doesn't play, it'll be the Bills and a laugher, to be perfectly honest. But uh, we'll see what ends up happening here uh, on Sunday. I imagine the Chiefs will shoot him up with whatever they have to shoot him up in order to play on uh, Sunday. We shall see. Jared Porter was the general manager for the New York Mets for a couple of days. Uh, he got fired this morning. After a story broke this weekend that he sent a bunch of lewd texts and pictures of his junk to a female reporter back in 2016. Unsolicited. Yeah, yeah. And not a bunch. I mean, it's like 60 plus messages that never were returned. Listen, on behalf of dudes everywhere, women, I'm so sorry. We're just jerks and creeps, man. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's sad. And this is a dude that all he did, by the way, was ride an elevator with this lady. He worked for the Cubs, rode an elevator with this reporter, and was like, man, that 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 lady is attractive. And then he tracked down her cell phone and then sent her a bunch of pictures that she never asked for, didn't want, and they're just all gross and lewd. And, uh, of course, uh, that's unbecoming of a general manager, Big J. And so the Mets said this weekend they were going to do an investigation, and this morning they asked Candom. So yeah, more importantly, how was that allowed to happen for so long? I mean, I realized it was in 2016, but still. Yeah, apparently the the lady decided not to come forward for a couple of years because uh, she thought it would hurt her career. But now she's not a reporter anymore, and so because she was a sports reporter, and that kind of stuff is frowned upon as well. Uh, for some reason, people, believe it or not, hold it against you when you uh, make allegations <laughs> against people of power. And so uh, she decided to come out when he got the Mets gig. Uh, so the Mets made some questionable hire. I mean, even Carlos Beltran, the manager, is pretty questionable, if we're being honest as well, for different reasons altogether. Uh, not because he's a creep, although I cannot say for sure he's not, uh, because, you know, he was also involved in that Houston Astros sign scheming scandal back in the day. But he's back in baseball, no issues whatsoever. So uh, Mets have some issues, new owner and all. If you are a fan of Peaky Blinders, which you probably have been watching on Netflix, please know it's done after its sixth and final season. Stephen Knight, the showrunner, says the show will go on in another form, whatever that means. He says that uh, Peaky is back and with a bang, and after the enforced production delay due to COVID, we finally have the family in extreme jeopardy, and stakes have never been higher. And he thinks this will be the best season of all, and that the fans will love it. And the TV series will be coming to an end. It will continue in another form. I don't know what that means. But he wants to make sure that you know that the story will continue in some way. Just probably not in production. Or maybe somebody else will pick it up. Who knows? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Seattle, Washington for today's We're Going to Hell Story, Big J. And listen, while uh, it's my job to judge here on the morning show and we have fun with it, I'm not really that concerned 
with whatever it is that you decide to do in your bedroom along, as long as it's among consenting adults. Uh, that is entirely up to you, and you have fun doing it as long as everybody's safe and respectful. Yeah, have fun, man. Now, if you want to drink blood, drink it. When you decide to start going on TV and talking about your relationship because it's weird and strange, that's when I say all bets are off, Big James. Yeah, you're open to criticism. Correct. And so as we go to Seattle, Washington, we have a situation where uh, a polyamorous relationship, Big J, it's not just a Breaking Benjamin song. You're familiar with the concept, yes? Yeah, yeah. Describe it to our listeners, please. Anything goes. Yeah, yeah. Or at least a relationship that is open to other parties besides just uh, two exclusive. And in this particular case, uh, this couple... Or if you will, Big J, Thruple, have said that they are considered to be in a closed polyamorous relationship, which means it's not your traditional couple, but yeah, these not, are three people involved in a relationship. They're not open for other members. Correct. Correct. Uh, the three of them are in a relationship, and they are incredibly happy. Now, what makes that different than any other non-traditional relationship out there? I guess if I had to put my finger on one thing... It's that uh, the young lady that is involved in the relationship, she likes to live her life as a fairy. And she goes around calling herself Princess Fairy Lolly. And then one of the dudes in the relationship likes to live his life as a troll called Gunther. And the other likes to live his life as a leprechaun called Ion the Leprechaun. So we have, if you're keeping track at home, a princess, a troll, and a leprechaun involved in a relationship. A polyamorous relationship that they're very happy uh and that is how they live their lives every day for instance princess dresses up like a princess every day like the princess you see in the damn mario brothers show and then you know you've got the troll who likes to dress up like a troll and a leprechaun who of course wears the traditional leprechaun garb and yes uh it did start when they met each other at a larping festival yeah larping by the way live action role-playing these are characters that they created for games that they played and then decided to act them out in real life and then decided they liked it so much that this is how they wanted to live their it's, everyday life. It's their reality, Nick. Yes. It is how they choose to live. Now, Gunther is the troll, and he's six foot nine, so he's a mountain of a man. You understand? Holy crap. And he apparently met Lolly, the princess, at the LARPing Gaming Festival, and then the next year they went back as a couple and found uh, the leprechaun, and they're like, yeah, this is this really is what this whole thing was missing, apparently. And so uh, they started by moving in together, slept in three separate bedrooms, Big J, and now that has merged into one glorious bedroom, you understand? And I'm sure that whole house is like a fantasy land. There's weird bleep going on there left, right, and center, as far as I know. Sometimes sleeping next to one person is difficult enough. Uh, apparently all three of them work from home and have worked from home for a very long time, so that gives them an opportunity to play with these characters a little bit more than most of us would get the chance. It's not like a Superman situation where they go to work in a suit and tie and come home and they're they're princesses, mountain uh, trolls, and leprechauns. They apparently get to do this 24-7. And they're very happy. So listen, more power to them. I'm just saying people are running with it because we've got a princess a mountain goat no not a mountain goat a troll mountain troll and a leprechaun all in a relationship at once 
And they said that uh, their life is happier now that every minute of their day is a fantasy. You understand? Good for them. Yeah, yeah. I've never gotten into this kind of stuff, but listen, there's a whole lot of stuff going on that I haven't gotten into. Every time I read a story like this, it makes me feel fairly boring, and I'm okay with that. But I say, again, as long as you're happy, knock yourselves out. Seems like everybody involved is doing this out of their own volition. Nobody's making them dress up like a leprechaun, although that would be a weird conversation. And everybody seems to be happy, so hooray, right? Yeah, and in 2021, you can go out and it doesn't even have to be Halloween. Yeah, nobody would even know. They wouldn't even think that was normal. They think it was a little bit of weird, but then they would probably think, oh, there's just another person that snapped while they were in lockdown. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Soundgarden fell on black days here on the morning after with Nick and Big J here on the X Rocks. Big J, I've got terrible news. Oh. You're annoying your poor wife. How so? And she's probably not telling you about it. Uh, well, at least I'm guessing. I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing from what you've told uh, us and the listeners on the show that you have a, a television in your bedroom, yes? Yeah. Uh, do you use it? Well, yeah. Do you use it a lot? Together. Uh, but, I mean, is that where you do uh, s- not a majority, but a good, decent amount of your TV viewing? Mm, mine or ours? Uh, in general. Both. I mean, no, I wouldn't. Th- I wouldn't say so. Uh, but is it on every day? Yeah. When do you use it most? Like when you get home from work? Do you use it in the middle of the afternoon? Do you use it more towards the nighttime? Probably nighttime. All right, that's the problem, Big J. Uh, at least according to sleep experts, if you have a television in your room, uh, it's messing things up more than you think. Not just annoying your significant other, but also uh, it, it, whether you know it or not, is screwing up your sleep patterns. Uh, if you have a TV in your bedroom, you certainly will watch more TV than you're used to if it's done in your living room for sure. So it increases your amount of screen time, which anybody will tell you is not necessarily a good thing. Uh, you might even start turning it on when you're not even watching it. Maybe having it on as background noise. Do you do that from time to time? Nah, not really. Uh, you can do so like to keep your dogs or cats company when you're gone, that kind of thing. It's called the TV snowball effect. And the more you see it, the more you use it, the more you use it, the less you do other things, which then becomes an issue. How can you tell if you're making uh, the other person that you live with upset that there is a TV in your bedroom and you're using it too much? Well, Big J, if you are doing things like waking up in the middle of the night uh, for no particular reason, or at least you think it's messing with your sleep patterns. Uh, if you are doing less things in the bedroom, a la your sex life is struggling, it's probably because you guys watch too much TV. And if your significant other does a lot of other reading in the room, uh, reading in bed, reading in the other rooms, that's their sign, whether they're telling you or not, that apparently you watch too much TV. <coughs> so, I don't know much, but you've told me that, that the wife likes to read which helped the, this stand Listen, out a little bit she when I was won't go to movies because she can't read during the movies so this is not about her I, I think she just doesn't want to watch tv as much as you do you may experience sleep problems and any plans you had for a consistent bedtime may crumble because you have a television in your bedroom so think about it uh and there's one more thing it's especially with uh, kids having tvs in their room that can lead to a host of problems down the line uh, from poor test scores to health issues and less sleep for them, too. 
So uh, there's that. Keep that in mind as well. Basically, a bunch of screen time is bad, and when you put a television in your bedroom, it uh, it makes it worse. So keep that in mind, especially if you turn on a bunch. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, Big J. It's from Sleep Experts, not me. We got ourselves some important stuff on the way. Plus, we'll do some pop culture smackdown. Hold tight. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. This just in, probably not that surprising, but according to a poll of thousands of Americans, the year 2020 was the most stressful year of their lives. Yeah. Agree or disagree with that, Big Uh, I'm going to (laughs) agree. Right. Uh, I think we all agree. I'm surprised uh, 76%. uh, I feel sorry for the 24% out there that had uh, another stressful year that did not compare to 2020 because I just felt like it was just nothing but anxiety and stress last year. But the majority of Americans did say that it was the most stressful year ever. And then they broke it down by state, Big J. And they found that people in Missouri were the most stressed of any state in the year 2020. Coming in first, people in Missouri spent on average three hours and 18 minutes per day worrying about their lives because of stress and anxiety last year. Mississippi second, where they spent three hours and 12 minutes per day worrying. West Virginia third, where they spent three hours and six minutes. Uh, interesting. Uh, what were the things that we were most stressed about in 2020, Big J? I bet you could nail the top three right off the bat. Am I going to live or die? Uh, I'll, file, I'll file that under health issues <laughs> slash COVID-19, which was number two. That is Number fair. two? Yep. Probably economic. That was number, number one, one yeah. finances. And number three? Uh, Joe Exotic. Uh, not quite. Politics was the third thing. Same thing. That made people stress out slash be anxious about things. 57% of people said they're more stressed than they've ever been, and 56% say we're more anxious than they've ever been. But nearly half, 48%, said they learned new ways to manage stress and anxiety over the last year. Is that true for you, Big J? I mean, to the best of my ability. Well, is it something new? Uh, Figure out a new way? No, I don't think so. Well, then it's not you. You're in the 52% then. Uh, Idaho, for the record, Big J, uh, right in the middle of the pack, number 28 most stressed state in the United States of America. So uh, you take the good, you take the bad, if you will. Kansas City Chief star quarterback Patrick Mahomes is still in the NFL's concussion protocol after yesterday. He suffered a concussion in the third quarter of the Chiefs' divisional round win over the Browns on Sunday, forcing him to sit out the rest of the game. The AFC Championship game between the Bills is coming up next Sunday, so the Chiefs head coach Andy Reid would not speculate yesterday on whether or not Mahomes will be ready to play. But you have to go forward, he said. So if he can't, Chad Henney will get the start in the AFC Championship game, which, other than Chad Henney's family, I can't imagine anybody's looking forward to. I know he did an okay job cleaning up. Uh, Yeah, I mean, other than the interception in the end zone that almost cost him the game. But yeah, yeah, other than that. Uh, Of course, we have the NFC Championship set as well as Tampa Bay will travel to Green Bay to take on the Packers. And the winners of those two games on Sunday will head to the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks after that. And we will see what ends up happening. 
Washington Wizards game that was scheduled for Wednesday against the Hornets was called off yesterday due to coronavirus issues. If you're keeping track at home, that is five straight Wizards games that have been called off. It's also the 14th NBA game overall that's been postponed since January 10th due to players testing positive or contact tracing, leading teams to having less than the minimum number of required players. Wizards have six players test positive late last week. Three others were ruled out because of contact tracing. Uh, that is enough, not enough people when you have nine out to field a basketball team. So they've got issues still, and they continue to have them. Congratulations to Dave Mustaine, Big J of Megadeth. Not only does he have the world's coolest robe, he could also kick your ass with the belt that he puts around that robe. He has earned uh, his jujitsu purple belt at 59 years Isn't old. Isn't that the first one? Uh, no, no. He earned his belt, his blue belt two years ago. Uh, that's when he started. Uh, and that's apparently when things got, but then he had to take a break because, you know, cancer, Big J. Right. And so he took a break, but apparently uh, he lives in Tennessee and he trains at the Garcia Barra Spring Hill Dojo and got his purple belt. He currently holds black belts in Taekwondo and Karate, Big J. Uh, back in 2007, the World Taekwondo Federation named him as a goodwill ambassador of the world. And quite frankly, uh, I've talked to him several times since 2007. He's not once mentioned Taekwondo to me. <laughs> or karate. So I'm not sure what he's doing for goodwill. But he did battle back from throat cancer and kicked that ass in 2019. And so now he's uh, checking out jujitsu. Let's just say that Dave Mustaine's a lethal weapon with a lot of his appendages, all right? Yeah, him and uh, Maynard Ke- James Keenan. Yeah, neither of them mess around. They, they, both could, they could do some jujitsu to get. Let's get, let's get uh, Dave Mustaine on, on Cobra Kai. Don't forget Zoltan, too. Loving jujitsu. Yeah. Five Finger Death Punch. We could have a whole rock version of Cobra Kai if we really wanted to. Get to work on that, Big J. Write up a script. Morning after with Nick and Big J. What if he's cast as John Kreese's friend in season four? Dave Mustaine that comes onto the scene. That'd be great. <laughs> like, could you get more into that show? Probably not. <coughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The Morning after with Nick and Big J. And up for grabs for Pop Culture Smackdown. Today is a Boise meal deal from Papa Murphy's Take and Bake Pizza, Nick. It includes a family-sized pepperoni pizza, original or thin crust, cookie dough, classic cheesy bread, and a two-liter soft drink of your choice. All that can be yours if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. That is a meal, Holmes. We got a full meal. It should last you a couple of days unless you're some sort of animal. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. You must defeat Big J in order to claim this prize. I say to thee... Good luck. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? This is Dan. All right, Dan, you're up first. If you said Alexa, open 100.3, the X, you'd hear music coming from your Echo device, which is made by what company? Uh, Amazon. That is correct. Right. Big J, according to the acronym, somebody who suffers from FOMO, F-O-M-O, has fear of what? (laughs) Oh, man. FOMO? Yeah. I mean, I've never heard this term before. Oh, really? Oh, my. You've got kids and everything. Uh, yeah, you're right. I do have kids. You don't listen to your kids, though. Well, I do. But I've never heard them reference FOMO. Uh, friends of... No? I'm way off? <laughs> I mean, the first two are already in the question. Okay. You want the question again? Yeah. According to the acronym, somebody who suffers from FOMO has a fear of what? 
Family members. Fear of family members, of course. F-O-M-O. Wrong. (laughs) Fear of is the F-O. Get it? Yeah. Okay. Now, if it was family members, it would be F-O-F-M, right? Yes. Because it's an acronym. So, no, that would not be right. Uh, F-O-M-O. You were looking for the M-O in FOMO. Dan, do you happen to know you win either way? (laughs) Fear of missing out. Right. Oh, I don't think... Uh, I think that's a missing out current generational thing. I think that's maybe a couple back. Congratulations, Dan. You got yourself a Boise meal deal courtesy of Papa Murphy's. Hang on just one second. And I'm going to miss out on the Papa Murphy's Boise meal deal, I guess. The coupon anyways. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Your headlines are next on the x Rock. Right now, Combs Car Corral is giving you a free flat screen TV. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Check out their website. Team Mazda is online at GoTeamMazda.com. It's got everything you need for your next new or used car adventure from the payment calculator to an updated inventory to the Fresh Start credit button. It's all right there at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Ouch! The terminal and bad plan. Um, The terminal. Who would want to live in an airport for months? Unless you're Tom Hanks in the movie The Terminal, pretty much nobody except for this guy. As authorities in Chicago announced, they've arrested a California man that they say has lived inside O'Hare International Airport for the last three months. That's Why, Big J? Crazy. He was afraid to fly because of COVID-19. The Chicago Tribune reports that uh, Adila Sting is accused of living in the airport security zone since he arrived in October. How does that happen? That's what I mean. Live in the security zone. The judge is in uh, in the case on Sunday reportedly appeared bewildered and asked how somebody could live in the airport for such a long time. Prosecutors say Singh was found out by employees for United Airlines and he allegedly had an identification card that was lost by an airport employee. And that's how he was able to get into all the areas. He was charged with felony criminal trespassing and all sorts of other charges. So they don't like it. And it's not okay, and even though there's a movie about a dude that lives in an airport forever, it was under very different circumstances, of course. And the fact that he also stole a bunch of things in order to make that happen is not a good look, either. Now, like, I mean, I guess I get being scared to fly because of COVID-19, but for three months, man, rent a car and drive the bleep home, right? Yeah. I mean... Jesus. Wear two masks. What was he doing in Chicago, I guess? A, how did he get there? B, and then, like, why not try an alternate form of travel if you don't want to fly? You could have walked to to California in three months. Kooky. Ouch or bad plan? Bad plan. It's a good idea to be able to drive the getaway vehicle you choose. A 19-year-old woman from Pennsylvania is accused of stealing cigarettes and Mentos from a Sitco gas station in Hellington, Pennsylvania, before trying to flee in an ambulance. Police say they stopped 19-year-old Antoinette Florland after she got out of the ambulance that she could not drive. And the store employee identified her as the thief. She faces several charges, including felony counts of robbery, attempted theft of movable property as well. Uh, I've never been in the driver's cab of an ambulance. Is it more difficult than other vehicles to drive, Big J, by your estimation? I, I have never done it. Is there some sort of passcode you got to type in I, that I'm not familiar with? Could have been just a stick shift, I suppose, but I doubt it highly as in an ambulance. But 
I mean, imagine driving a U-Haul. Uh, yes, I, that I've done. But I don't know if there's like some sort of special controls that you need in order to drive an ambulance. Apparently, uh, she couldn't figure it out either way. Wrap it up with ouch. It is important to remember that we live in a time where there are cameras everywhere. And two men in Scotland were caught on camera talking and drinking next to a pizza machine early on Sunday morning. In case you're curious, uh, over there in Scotland, they have basically pizza vending machines that dispatch uh, hot single serve pizza slices. The camera caught Where them. Where are these? <laughs> Who cares about the story? The camera caught them bashing, kicking, and headbunting the expensive machine, causing nearly $3,000 worth of damage. The identities of the man were unknown, but a $1,300 prize is being offered to anybody who can identify him. The owner of the pizza machine says the machine is still operational, but they smashed the touchscreen, which makes it difficult for people to choose the toppings they want on their pizza. You leave the magical pepperoni pizza delivery thing alone! It's not just pepperoni, it's a bunch of other things. God, why, why can't we have nice things like that here? Because that would be about five minutes before that happened here. We tip it over or something. Spray paint something dumb on it. <laughs> Morning, we're not prepared for that kind of technology. No, you're right. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Five Figure Death Punch, living the dream here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Uh, I imagine you'd be living the dream if you won the lottery, Big J. Yeah, especially uh, Mega Millions tonight is uh, an estimated $850 million right now. Um, and the Powerball is at about uh, 700 and change uh, at this point, I think. So uh, the question begs, Nick, what are you going to do with all that money? Nothing. you got to win it. you got to win it. You're right. But uh, here's a, a myth a, a lot of people kind of uh, think that when people win the lottery, they just blow all that money. And uh, researchers said that uh, 70% of lottery winners go bankrupt just a few years after winning. 70? That's what it used to be. Uh, at least that's what people were under the assumption. But a new study contradicts that completely and shows that most lottery winners don't blow through their winnings. In fact, the research found that most winners don't even quit their jobs. Nice. Now, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that most people who, would, if they won you know, all of the money from the Mega Millions would probably quit their job. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, you don't realize how often these things are split, and it happens a whole bunch of times. Where It's listen, a shame. Yeah, you're fine. You're making a ton of money. Nobody's complaining about how much money they have, but it's really rare that $780 million goes to one dude or lady. You know? Yeah, hopefully it does. Hopefully it goes to me, and I'll tell you a couple things. One, uh, there'll be a pizza vending machine in this building immediately. <laughs> So you'd keep the job if you won it all. Not only that, Nick, I, I would become your boss because I would buy this place and I would immediately give you a raise because you said you won't take any money. That's but right. if I give you a ginormous raise, you will have no choice. Uh, well, I still have a choice as to whether or well, not. Well, that would be dumb. I that would just be just be dumb. Stay and here under the iron rule of Big J. It's the real question. The Iron Rule. That's right. I'm guessing you wouldn't. I just go. put in a vending machine with pizza. <laughs> I don't think I'd have the pizza vending machine. It frightens me. <laughs> I know. Listen, I don't need the vending machine now because other people gross me out. A pizza vending machine which comes out hot? Get out of here, man. <laughs> it's hot enough to kill all the bacteria and stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course it would be amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's a good idea to... Uh, 
just to be careful when you if if, if and when you do win a lottery, uh, manage how you do that, and, and don't buy lottery tickets if you can't afford it. I feel like uh, the lottery ruined my life has fed into that that little kind of like uh, I guess uh, niche that if you win the lottery, terrible things will happen to you. And people don't realize, A, how many people really do win the lottery every year. It actually is a pretty significant amount because there's yeah. individual state lotteries going on as well. And and so and and also how much money uh, is really life changing. Well, some of it is really good. You know, a million bucks. If you win a million bucks, nobody's going to complain about it. But it also isn't something that you'll be able to, you know, I'm hanging everything up. Right. And retiring to the Cayman Islands. I mean, even like 250000 something like that is life-changing. Sure. Because you probably more than likely could pay off your house. Uh, not having, Imagine not having a, a house you know, payment or a mortgage and not having to pay for where you live. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of money that, that you go towards every year. You don't have to do that. That, that can change your life. Absolutely. And then, you, you know, property taxes are still a thing, so you still have to owe some money against that house every year people don't forget that so quitting your job and paying off your house wouldn't be smart but yeah uh, listen any little bit of free money would be awesome nobody's complaining about that you just have to constantly no matter what you win big or small be smart about it right right being fiscally responsible is a smart move to make give you a race morning after with nick and big J. how about we do some bad impressions those are next on the x rock the X. Yeah, let's get somebody set up with a Jackson's gift card for 25 bucks. You can use that for gas, food, or beverages, whatever you choose. You just need to figure out better impressions here this morning. We will mail that card out to you. Little to no effort is required. All you have to do is uh, figure out Big J's bad impressions, which works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and you've got the prize coming your way. 208 287 1003. If you'd like to play, let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hi. Hi, what's your name, please? Sammy. All right, Sammy, you're up first. Good luck. How about them apples? How about them apples? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Um, how about them apples? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Can well, you give me any more info than that? Yep, we got two more clues. I recently played Carol Shelby in Ford versus Ferrari. Recently played played who? Carol Shelby. Carol Shelby in Ford versus in Ford versus Ferrari. In Ford versus Ferrari. And the oh god! The last one here is I am Jason Bourne. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That is correct. Congratulations, Sammy. Hang on one second. We'll get you that uh, gift card to Jackson's Food Stores. Hold on tight. Uh, Why is Matt Damon in the news? Well, Matt Damon, along with his entire family, are quarantining for the next two weeks in Australia, Nick, which is uh, when you fly to Australia, that's what you got to do. And he's going to be there filming. Here's the crazy thing. Uh, I can hardly, uh, you know, think that he's only doing this for another cameo, but it's for... Thor, Love and Thunder. Now, do you recall in Thor Ragnarok? Yes. <laughs> at the beginning, he played just a cameo bit part for no apparent reason. Is pretending to be Thor in a staged play that Loki uh, was pr- uh, just because he's a weirdo and loves to make fun of his brother. Well, no, he was Loki, right? And Chris's brother in real life was Thor, wasn't yes, he? Yes, 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 you're right. You're yeah. right. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, uh, not Chris, but uh, Liam. Liam Hemsworth. So, uh, so that's what he's going to, you know, do some more Love and Thunder. I gotta imagine it's more than just a cameo. 
Well, it's also weird that they're filming all of that in Australia because didn't they build that whole huge Marvel studio in Georgia to film all these uh, things? I don't know, but uh, they're apparently uh, doing a bunch of stuff there in Australia. And uh, the cast for this is huge. Of course, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale uh, is going to be the bad guy here. And then you've got uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Pratt will be making an appearance as uh, Star-Lord and Tessa Thompson will be returning. So we'll see uh, what goes down. But I'm excited because uh, Taika Waititi is awesome. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. It is going to be great. And uh, we'll see. I guess, you know, uh, you would hope it'd be a little bit more than a cameo. But I guess you don't know. You don't know until I you mean, know. I mean, could have created a whole other new character altogether. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That's our friends at Papa Roach. Song is called The Ending, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us as we get this week kicked off. As uh, you know what, it was a long weekend, but hopefully we're right back in the thick of things. You understand, Big J? Right in the thick of it. Big J will watch a movie tonight called The Vanished. He will watch it on Netflix. He will review it for you tomorrow. These are things that happen. We also talked about a very strange thes- threesome involving a princess, a leprechaun, and a mountain troll. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> whatever makes him happy, I suppose that is a thing. And Big J uh, let his lottery fantasies get the best of him uh, yet again as he will be purchasing more tickets to hopefully become victorious in his lottery search. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, science is amazing, man, because um, a uh, New York's uh, icon school of medicine at Mount Sinai, I believe that eye stem cells from cadavers can be implanted in the eyes of live patients, Nick, potentially curing blindness. But if you get them from a serial killer, you see the visions of the serial killer. Right? No, come on. Now stop that. That's what happens. That's the movie. Like body they parts. Just, yeah. But <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, they're making some advances in science, and I think it's awesome. It is awesome. It is awesome. Hopefully, uh, that's a very real thing that is good. Uh, again, the whole eye injection thing freaks me out. But uh, listen, man, if, it, if the possibility is there, you got to do what it takes, right? Yeah. Uh, so, hopefully, science is on the right path. It's been doing some good things as of late. We'll keep it up. Our uh, next set of X-Rock is brought to you by our friends at Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Their website, goteammazda.com. Everything you need for your next new or used car adventure is right there. Jason Drew is coming in next. See you guys tomorrow. It's the X-Rock.